When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We would be hey guys, what's going on? So as promised, here is the full fan fiction, uninterrupted, of what if Obi-Wan didn't leave Anakin on Mustafar. I hope you enjoy, and as always, may the Force be with you. So something that always made me sympathize with Obi-Wan was the level of pain that he must have gone through when leaving Anakin there, burning to death on the Lava River Bank. This is someone who was like a little brother to him, who he spent almost every day with since they met and taught him everything that he knew in respect to his master's dying wish. Now, one reason I think Obi-Wan aged so terribly is because I can't even imagine the nightmares that he must have gone through and had about Anakin burning, limbless, screaming at him in pain. I think if they do make the Obi-Wan anthology movie, they should incorporate all of his post-traumatic stress from the duel and his sleepless nights to go with it. Now, what if he didn't leave Anakin there to die? What if he walked down the lava's riverbank as the soft soil slid him down with each step, careful not to fall into the river himself? As he fell to his knees next to Anakin, looking at what he had done and what everything had turned into, how it wasn't supposed to end this way, he grabbed him, crying and telling him that he loved him, how he is his brother and that he won't leave him there. As Anakin lay disoriented in his master's arms, his eyes burned with an orange haze of hatred and fury, wanting to reach out and choke him, but he knew he was only a fragment of the man that he used to be. Staggering to pick up his apprentice, careful not to fall, Obi-Wan held him and began to climb the high ground, walking back to Padme's ship. As he looked above and saw the Emperor fly overhead, he had to move fast. She was in labor and he knew what he had to do. Connecting with Master Yoda and Senator Bail Organa on Polis Masa, they immediately got Anakin into a medical capsule and Padme to the delivery table. Separated by only a piece of clear glass, Padme tossed and turned as she opened her eyes to the shocking image of a man screaming in pain as medical droids began to work on his burned and limbless body. As Padme began to scream in shock, not able to keep her eyes away, realizing by each passing moment that this was no random man. This was her husband, the hero of the Clone Wars and the most powerful Jedi to someday be, Anakin Skywalker. The pain of the twins in her stomach and the shocking image of seeing Anakin this way caused her to faint immediately, laying there lifeless as Obi-Wan came over to her with Yoda and stroked her head so she would calmly wake up and proceed with the pregnancy. As Yoda frowned and looked over towards Skywalker, he entered the room where the screams were now amplified, no longer dulled by glass walls. Coming to see Anakin, who didn't even seem human anymore, just a feral animal in more pain than Yoda has ever sensed a single entity to be. He raised his alien-like hand to send healing energy to Skywalker, 
touching his leathery burnt skin, closing his eyes and beginning to feel the boy's body relax. His screams beginning to soften, able to hear Anakin's raspy breathing. He could feel something was wrong with his lungs, as if they were set on fire from the inside. As he started to feel Anakin's pain subside and the healing Opening his eyes in fear and shock, he used the force to run to the other room, telling Obi-Wan to leave Padme and to come with him at once. Go, we must. Obi-Wan had already been at the front of the door when Yoda got there. He had felt it too. As they ran past a confused Bale who followed suit, they went outside to see clones firing upon the native inhabitants of the planet. As the Emperor stepped outside of his shuttle and walked straight towards the two Jedi Masters, surrounded by his troops. Fire, said the Emperor, as the clones began to open fire on the last two Jedi. Obi-Wan and Yoda knew that they must finish it quickly before Sidious used the advantage to go to Anakin. Without even igniting his lightsaber or hesitating, Yoda threw all the clones into the air and pulled them together, breaking all their bones and necks, dropping them before Sidious, who smirked in admiration. Master Yoda, such a violent act for a pitiful Jedi. Igniting his spare red lightsaber and twirling into Kenobi with the dark side of the force, screaming as he did just before fighting Mace Windu. Unfortunately for the Emperor, Obi-Wan was a master of Sorsu, deflecting the attack with ease as Yoda jumped behind Sidious and ignited his green saber. This was surely a match that would harness all of the Emperor's powers. Any falter in his technique, and he knew the result could be fatal. Sidious moved to the side and pushed Yoda into the stone wall far behind him. Master Yoda knew what he was trying to do. He wanted to split them up. He knew that if he killed the weakest link first, then he would be able to continue what they never finished in the Senate arena. Swinging his lightsaber towards Obi-Wan's skull, Yoda was impressed at how much of a master of blocking attacks Obi-Wan had become. He was surely proud of his fellow Jedi Master and could see why he was able to stand up to Anakin and Grievous the way that he did. As Obi-Wan was thrown to the floor, Yoda knew he couldn't take this barrage of speed and power from the Emperor for much longer. When Sidious felt a massive body hit him from the side, turning to look and being astonished at what was in the air, it was Master Yoda. He had raised all of the clone bodies into the sky, spinning them, using the force as he closed his eyes and shot them at the Emperor with inhuman speeds. Sidious smirked. He loved good training practice. Swinging his lightsaber as if playing a game, he sliced and slashed through every limb and torso that came at him dropping his red weapon to the floor and sending a shockwave of force lightning through the bodies, incinerating them into dust as he laughed and levitated his Sith lightsaber into the air, igniting it, turning to Obi-Wan and saying, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Palpatine raised his bony, pale fingers and points them at Obi-Wan. Yoda knows the power of Sidious's lightning is something not even Master Windu could handle. He knew Kenobi couldn't handle the attack any better as well. 
At the speed of light, Palpatine sends a surge of crackling Sith Force lightning at the Jedi Master, burning him alive as he screamed in pain, his robes beginning to smolder as he writhed on the floor, screaming for Master Yoda to help him. Yoda stood there in despair, watching as he saw Obi-Wan crying in pain, but knowing that there wasn't anything he could do, Palpatine was far too powerful. The younglings dead, all the Jedi at the temple, all his friends gone, betrayed. The galaxy turned against them. Is this what his almost 900 years of life had come to? No, it can't be. This was the moment that he knew something had to change. He had felt it for a long time. Maybe he was wrong about it all. Maybe it was time for the Jedi to end. And with it, the Sith. The Force wasn't to be divided, rather the darkness to rise and the light to meet it. Yoda could feel it within him now. He closed his eyes, something broke from within him. The chains of submission to the light and the fear of the dark. For a Jedi has no fear. Therefore, there is only the Force. Yoda opened his eyes, the universe was different to him now. No longer inhibited by his rigid Jedi ways, he was now free, unbound by any law. His chains were broken and the Force was all that he needed. Leaping towards Sidious, his hand outstretched. Not easy, will I make this? Choking the Emperor with the Force. Light or dark, there was no longer such a thing. Rather, just the full power of his near century long of training. As he felt Palpatine's throat crush by his grasp, the new Emperor of the galaxy could feel the power of the Force take control of his breathing when he tried to face Yoda, but was frozen in place. Using the powers of his mind, he controlled the Sith Lightning to shoot towards the direction he knew Master Yoda was in. He could feel it hit the little green Jedi Master, but it did not affect him. Yoda moved with swift speed and power. Confidence through the barrage of Force Lightning that surrounded him emanated through his body and flesh. It did not impede his attack. As he once used his hands to absorb the energy, now his entire body could perform such a feat. For if it was the force that he was hit with, then the force would surely guide him. Sidious knew what was coming. Finally, breaking free, he turned to move. Glowing green appeared before his eyes, as Yoda said. Fear you, I do not. Thrusting his emerald blade into the Emperor's skull as the lightning attack stopped within an instant, flashing throughout the sky. As Sidious dropped to the floor, dead, Yoda turned to Obi-Wan, who was slowly returning to consciousness. Summoning his cane with the Force, he limped like an old wizard back to the hospital. Obi-Wan wasted no time and followed the Grand Master inside. Returning to find the droids caring for twin babies, a boy and a girl. Seeing Padme sit next to her disfigured husband, comforting him. Anakin, with his tie to Palpatine now broken, is inconsolable as the reality of what he has done finally sets in. The Sith yellow in his eyes now gone, revealing a hopeful blue behind flowing tears down his cheeks. As he looks to Obi-Wan and Yoda, begging for their forgiveness for his deeds, cringing in pain as the droids begin to work on his prosthetics and creating the cellular structure liquid that will mend some of the more severe burns on his skin. As he tried to speak through his cracking leather-crusted lips, I'm sorry. I let the dark side twist my mind till I became the very thing that I swore to destroy. Master Yoda, you were right. I gave in to fear, anger, and hate. I let the dark side take over. All I wanted to do was save Padme, the way I couldn't save my own mother. As Yoda looked at Skywalker, he replied, 
Many you have slain in your anger, young Skywalker. But wrong, I was. About the dark side. Light and dark, together they must work. In balance, they must be. Neither prevail can it at the expense of the other. Obi-Wan replied in surprise. What are you saying, Master? Yoda looked to him. Change we must. Balance we must achieve. Or repeat these tragedies we will. As Anakin is put together, this time with the light side's methods and the Republic's technology, he almost looked just as he did before he turned to the dark. Yoda, Obi-Wan, and Anakin travel to Octu with Padme and the twins, teaching a new generation of Force users in the way of the Force, not the light side nor the dark, but rather just the Force itself. As they learned from the Journal of the Wills in the First Jedi Temple, teaching by example that both the light and dark must be used to truly understand the nature that is the Force. And in the end, it was Anakin Skywalker's betrayal of the Jedi that ultimately led to the Force coming into balance, fulfilling the prophecy. Or so it would seem. Our strategy must now change. I hope you guys enjoyed that fanfiction. I like to really go in depth on what would exactly happen if certain scenarios didn't play out the way they did, or if they did a little differently. Let me know what fanfiction you'd like to see next, and I will see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you always. <laughs>